Streaming technology. For more information, visit shoutcast.com. Hi, my name is Peter Mayhew. I play Chewback on Star Wars, and you're listening to Star Wars on Direct. Citlan.net, c'est. Les toutes dernières actualités sur l'univers Star Wars. Plusieurs dossiers sur la saga. Des événements et rencontres entre fans. Un énorme forum de discussion. Une radio web à contenu 100% Star Wars, incluant une ligne ouverte en direct. Plusieurs concours ouverts au Québec et en Europe. Et bien plus encore. Ne résistez pas à la tentation du côté obscur. Cliquez sur le www.citlan.net. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Star Wars on Direct is brought to you by SimpleNet. With SimpleNet, obtain a low-cost advertising for your company or, quite simply, a space to put your personal website online. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Transmissions. A communications disruption can mean only one thing. Here they come. The coordinate tractor beam is pulling us in. You may fire when ready. Commence primary ignition. Hey everyone, welcome to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. No, it's not Sebastian talking, he's sick and he's at home and you can talk with him in the chat. Yep. Hi Sebastian. <laughs> uh, we will talk with him on the phone. My name is uh, Lunatic, also known as Danny Pepe, and I with me still co-hosting is Kit Fisto. Yep, Brian. Brian. Yep. Uh, today the main subject is the Jedi religion We will talk about it uh, after the hyperspace news After the Star Wars miscellaneous news And we will also have the community update at the end of the show As usual uh, Maybe if we have time uh, we will have a secondary subject Which will be an open subject So uh, when the time comes we will ask you for some topics or comments you want us 
to give or anything. Yep. And that's it. Uh, I'm surprised that there are that many people considering that the Super Bowl is on right now. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm very surprised. So, uh, is there anything how to contact us, Brian? Okay, by email. You can send us an email by studio at swendirect.com. By MSN Messenger, swendirect.com. Uh, at MSN... At <laughs> blah. Boy, oh boy, okay. I'm going to start that over. By no. MSN Messenger, swendirect at hotmail.com. And through the chat, link on the main site, which is www.swendirect.com. You can also see us through the webcam, which is which has a link on the main site. Here you go. And remember, if you want us, if you want us to call you, be in the chat and confirm with us via MSN Messenger. Kit is the one behind the, uh, the MSN uh, Messenger. So uh, just send him your. Uh, the confirmation that you want us to call when the time comes and send uh, them your phone number uh, we have some of them but just to confirm them send them anyway so okay uh, the promotional uh, the marketing video came out in uh, for episode 3 it was more like leaked out leaked out yes <laughs> It was so not voluntary. Yeah. So that's why we begin with Back in Black. Back in Black from ACDC. AC and we'll be back right after the break with the hyperspace segment done this time by me. Brian.
Hi, this is Cure A4, and you are listening to Star Wars on Direct. And we're back on Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Now it's time. No, not not <laughs> not exactly. Uh, we just heard from the chat that the new epi- uh, the new audio drama uh, from the anthology series to overcome just came out. So that's from Nathan, who will hear a big rant later on the show. <laughs> we didn't listen to it. I just listened to the fire first second just to check the volume if it was okay. But I didn't listen to all of it, but it's supposed to be a big rant. So, stay tuned for that. Now, we like to mention also that the Fan Audio People Choice Awards, we, uh, who are held on the Galactic Senate, all the polls are open. Uh, the People Choice Award is simply... Uh, the Fan Audio Award is to recognize the 2003 work in Fan Audio. So, if you like uh, our show... Last go year. vote for us. <laughs> go vote for us. Uh, download the uh, go to the archives and download our last year's show. And if y- if you didn't already vote, go vote if you like uh, what we do. Okay, next who is who are in the chat, Brian? We have uh, Sebastian, which is he's homesick. Dillawag, Delos, Dirge, Goodweegee, Jans Walker, Jedi, Luke's. Uh, Jim, t- 32, 33, uh, Ketor, 84, uh, Matab, Raven, uh, Sefan, Tarion, and Nathan Butler. Yeah, that's it. So, it's about time to do the hyperspace segment. So, now is the intro. Oh, crap. Prepare to jump into hyperspace on my mark. All right, stand by. And it's time for the hyperspace segment. Uh, the, hyperspace, the hyperspace segment is basically spoiler all around. It's full for of spoilers. So for people who don't want to be spoiled when they go see uh, episode 3 in 2005, turn just off the volume. Yeah, turn down your volume and we will uh, tell you in the chat when the volume will be uh, coming right back up, when we will be finished. Uh, how much minute do we... Uh, 20. Still 20? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to just say it in the chat that we're going to go spoiler now. Spoiler on. And here we go. Alright. Okay. Last Thursday, there was the famous leaked footage was released. Yep. Yep. So it was a leaked. It was a two-and-a-half-minute-long video originally intended to show off Episode 3's general feel to the marketing execs. The video focuses on the duel between Obi-Wan and Anakin, and the video is set to ACDC's Back in Black, a clear reference to Vader's return to the silver screen. Ewan talks to George, talks about George tying up the loose ends between three, Episode 3 and 4. Hayden talks about how they worked very hard to do justice to the battle and represent the fight justly. I found a few memorable shot a few memorable shots for me in the scene that Anna led with his thing. I thought that was yeah, wrong. That's I don't think it's the final scene just before he, he drops in the Oh no, I think No because he, he has his arm. Yeah. It's at the beginning. Yeah. It, I it's def- I think it's at the beginning when they're going through to save to 
save Palpatine. Yeah, but it seemed pretty high. I maybe think when, when the ships uh, has crashed down on Coruscant, maybe yeah, entirely possible. And just out of the on the ledge there. Yep. Um, we also see Rick and uh, Chewie hugging, mm-hmm. which I thought were cool. Uh, you see Natalie and Jimmy Smith goofing off, goofing around on set. Uh, Jimmy Smith with the light meter thing. And Natalie Portman. Okay, yeah, the sphere. Yeah. Okay. Natalie Portman. I don't know what she was doing, but she looks beautiful. <laughs> and she was dressed up as casual wear. Casual traveling wear. Trek wear or something yeah. like to do to do uh, to go outside. So probably it's going to uh, it's the dress the dress. The outfit, the outfit she will be having uh, on Mustafar, if the name of the planet is still Mustafar. Um, you get to the inside of the Tent of Four again, which is the ship from the beginning of A New Hope. We suppose so that is that... I think it's, it must be that, because it's an all-white <laughs> interior. It's the only thing white in all the Star Wars movie, almost the only Exactly. So... It's probably that, and uh, you mentioned Rick and Chewie. Uh, we can see in that video, the uh, you can see Peter Mew putting on the. Uh, okay, go ahead. Okay, and next you see Sam Jackson fighting, which I think is you know cool. cool. So you will be defending himself. Obviously. He won't be stabbed in the back. No, no. <laughs> um, then and of course you see Vader. But I- it's you it's see it just no, his no, but okay, just no, but, but it's not the uh, the the, it's the not footage the from it's the not annual. It's not the footage from a new hope. I I'm gonna ne- during the next break. I'll go in and I'll find it and I'll put it in. I'll put the time code in my room one. Okay. So if you want to go see it. So um, and you also see Chewbacca getting dressed. You see Peter Mayhew putting on the suit, putting on the actual mask, which yeah. I thought was really cool. Um, you also see Vader's helmet being sculpted. Yeah, that's great. And you also see Anakin and Obi-Wan throwing punches at each other, which I, I really, I thought that really demonstrates how how tough and how like far they go in the fight. Yeah. That's one thing that we can truly say is that the fight will be intense. Inten- intense. We, very. we could see actual footage. Uh, f- rough cut. Yeah, rough cut, just with the blue screen, but you, you probably the same, the same cut that we will see uh, during the movie, except it's all blue screen. But yeah. you can easily imagine uh, what it will say, look like. Volcano around, and uh, you still see that there's a, a small passerelle, uh, a small bridge or something. Yep. That they, but the come the the fight is really intense, and Anakin's and very got very fast. evil eyes, and yep. There's a animated GIF around the internet that you can find, and it has the way they shot it. It looks like Anakin has his eyes are glowing, yeah, or and white his hair is blowing back, and yeah. it, it's crazy. It's, it's really evil. Cool. It's <laughs> and uh, okay, I, that's it for the leaked footage. Yep. So I'm gonna go on to the behind the helmet shot of the new. Queen of Naboo came out. Um, it's most likely a cameo appearance, but the actress that plays her is Keisha Castle Hughes, and she's going to play the 13-year-old Queen of Naboo, but we have no name yet. Yeah. The costume is mostly greys, and it it's just in the same style. style. I'd say ja- Japanese geisha yeah. inspired, but uh, she has 
it's more instead of the red and gold, m- yeah. g- g- red and gold. It's more of the um, gray, mis- silver, gray, silver, and blue. It's more dark, you know. It's, it's like if the galaxy is already uh, in turmoil and yeah, and th- it reflects in, in the in the the people the, how they dress. Okay, cool. and then we had an interview from Time Magazine from the UK uh, with Nick Gillard, stunt coordinator and swordmaster of Episode Three. Um, he gives he gives away a few pre- uh, some some great facts, including how he choreographs the lightsaber battles and where he gets his inspiration. Nick says that it, it, in the in the scripts, all it says a thrilling lightsaber battle fight ensues. So it's up to him. That's pretty general. <laughs> it's pretty general. You can't. It, it doesn't give you much specifics. So he has to talk to Jordan to see how long he wants it the the fight to be, and then he takes it from there. And mm-hmm. in the second part, he says that he got the Jedi style from all the great sword styles. So it's inspired from all types of sword fighting. Mm-hmm. And um, he says only twelve people on Earth know it. And can read the moves off the page. So, oh. but he, but he invented it, so he can beat them all. <laughs> Almost. Almost. Well, because Hayden Christensen is very good at it, also. So, you think he can give him a run for his money? <laughs> um, also, the uh, the skill is mostly balanced between having your feet in the right place. So, balance and having your feet in the right place is what'll get you far in that style. In the next film, Ewan McGregor has more than a thousand moves, which a are more a, a thousand <laughs> more complicated, more complicated than his dialogue, because we all know Star Wars is famous for its dialogue. Um, the climactic scene is twelve minutes long, longest scene in cinema history. Yeah, or fight scene. That's really long. Do you think it will be uh, all in one take? Uh, all in one take when we see the movie. Um, or will we'll be cut with I don't know uh, what I think George will do. Will probably like Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, cut it between yeah he'll two cut it locations. Two locations, but I don't know what the other location would be. Yeah, what is more important than Obi Wan and Anakin fighting? Yeah, maybe Palpatine doing something like who knows? Like uh, killing Jedi? No, but declaring himself emperor in the that would that would that be would be a It would be a good timing to do both. That'd be appropriate. That'd yeah. be very appropriate. But uh, during the French show, you you <laughs> you told an idea. Yeah. Still, you you were studying in film. So, so I'm a film student, so I thought that Danny asked me what I would do. Yeah. And I would put the fight throughout the whole like distance it over the whole movie, but not necessarily in order. <laughs> so it would mess with people's minds. <laughs> I'm sorry. To just. To t- Can't wait to see the end, just to see the fight completely. Exactly. <laughs> Or not even have it completely. Or just see Yoda having vision of the uh, of the fight, just a couple of glimpses. Oh, yeah. yeah could that could be cool. Could be right. interesting. Many things you can do. Okay, and on uh, last Monday, so six days ago, the, uh, what is it, the Insider cover for number 74, StarWars.com, released it. It is a Episode 3 clone trooper on the cover. So it's a new design. It is a cross between a um, stormtrooper of the original trilogy and a clone trooper uh, from Attack the Clones. Yep. So you, you can, can see basically the, the difference 
with the visor and there's a visor on yeah. it so you don't see the eyes but yeah. we'll get back to that yeah just look above the visor and you see the top of the clone helmet and but it doesn't uh, quite have the same thin it's just kind of yeah okay. yeah and the bottom half is it, it looks a like it looks like a stormtrooper yeah okay we got more information from Randy Stradley the vice president of publishing from Dark Horse he says that not all the new, the new troopers have the visor and you'll get to see the new clone troopers in issue 68 of Republic. So, look forward to that one. Yep. Okay. And yesterday, the making of episode 3, number 3, was available for um, the general public. Well, general public. The paying general public of hyperspace. <laughs> and the video mainly focuses on the SFX that are done on the set. So, um... Based the, the stuff that they still do like the old-fashioned way, which include the smoke, smoke slash vapor, the um, movements, because they were shooting scenes with uh, Bale Speeder. Yeah, Bale, they, Bale Organa Speeder, yeah. Bale Organa Speeder. And they, they showed you how they still use the, um, I don't know what it's called, I think it's a jig or something. Yeah. And they actually have it on like uh, pistons and they move the ship on the net. Yeah, so hydraulics and everything. Hydraulics, so when they shoot it, it actually it's it looks all programmed so in the computer it's programmed in the computer so he knows how to react and stuff yeah basically the making of was all all the special effect traditional yeah special effects and you, you also know. get to see some of the fight yeah in the uh, some of the fight from Anakin which is kind of uh, kind of like it's not as much as from the um, back in black video but mm-hmm. it is still some and some great uh, footage. Some great footage. Also, um, the most interesting thing that I found from it was actually the detail, well, kind of detail that you get to see on the clone trooper helmet. Mm-hmm. You actually you get to see in the new clone trooper eyes okay. before it's released. Okay. So if you go to a minute and 30 seconds. Two minutes and 30 seconds. Two minutes and 30 seconds, sorry. You can see Tamara Morrison is holding the clone trooper helmet. Mm-hmm. And you can see um, that the clone trooper eyes. Okay. That they're. They yeah, but look it's pretty vague. It's pretty vague, but I'm pretty sure it's the stormtrooper eyes. Yeah. But you, you can see Tim- Timur Morrison all in blue because the body armor of the clone trooper will be CGI. done all CGI. But you can see him holding his helmet down. So you, you can see like the profile of the helmet and you can see the CDI. Yep. Basically, and you can also uh, Obi Wan's on a mount, and he says that they're going to charge into battle. So well, who knows what that means? It's not the pursuit uh, against Grievous that is. I don't. It, that he says that maybe it's just a, a lead around a battle. A battle, Grievous. exactly. Who knows? And you get to see Bail Organa's speeder um, up close, or better, better than we saw it in the before the helmet mm-hmm. shot, and can almost do a one eighty degree. Uh, yeah, you know, sideways, all around, all, all direction, yeah. almost uh, 180 degrees, and that's about it. So that's about it. We still have eight minutes, but we had oh this last God. time. So we, but we talked. Yeah. So what it we, worked. What did, <laughs> what did we talk about? But uh, the intensity of the fight of the leak footage. I think th- what is great about this footage. Yes, Lucasfilm didn't like the fact that it leaked. But uh, obviously, but you know, they didn't get any 
negative, negative feedback, feedback from it. All, all of it positive, so they know they have a, a good fight. Uh, yeah, at least. Filmed right now. But for what we've seen. So at least. At least a good fight in the movie. So, um, please remember... Please Remember not to put spoilers in the main chat. Yeah. And go into my room one if you want to s- if you want to um, talk about spoilers. Yeah, Sebastian just told told Jan <laughs> exactly that. Uh, I got the video from you, I think. Yes. Yeah. So uh, and it got come on, it came out uh, Thurs- not n- Thursday. 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 Beginning of Thursday. Okay, and and did. I think Lucasen was on it really fast because oh, yeah. it was jumping site to site, site to site, to website to uh, everybody. Uh, uh, it probably some of the website the bandwidth got <laughs> totally killed. <laughs> totally killed, so they had to change it uh, every time. I think you can still get it if you go into Casa and search for uh, uh, episode three footage, footage or maybe dot AVI or something. It's an AVI. AVI, yeah, uh, search for that and you, you'll find it, I think. But there's a dot .mov also available. Search for it, you'll find it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, it's it, worth it. Just the fight is worth it. <laughs> yes. But if you go... Uh, but it's totally spoiler. It, it's spoiler written and great, and I liked it. Yeah. I can't I, wait so, to see it. so far, it's the best thing I've seen of spoiler. I don't know if we will they will show more of that besides maybe uh, the, the the teaser trailer and the, the official uh, preview. Yeah, you won't. I don't think we'll see much before <laughs> episode three. Maybe a couple of making of still, but mm-hmm. nothing really. Uh, well, the making of I think they'll ch- they'll continue in the general vein of the SFX one, which was. Not bad. No, but not. Uh, it was not but good. disappointing. Yeah, this one was disappointing. The first two were great. Yeah, the first two was really great because it focused on the story and the pre-production. But this one is just kind of let you down. Then nothing, no hints or anything. Other and than and, and I so laughed when they they got under the under the the bridge where Anakin and Obi Wan fights, and the two guy were. All drugged up with the fumes of, of the yep. <laughs> of the, the of the CO two the the CO two that makes up the uh, the gas the gas that's blowing up on the on the the bridge. It was so funny. <laughs> so, is so. there anything to say? It's five minutes left. Don't well. think so. Well, I hope that the next video. I think that the I think maybe. The uh, Lucasfilm was a little bit mad at fans, so they released this lackluster making of video. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was, but we still got really good stuff in the making of. So, yeah. and, and I wonder how the guy who filmed the video that leaked, that leaked, how did he film it? Oh, camcorder. Yeah, camcorder. But they, it's a big chance to. To take it's a huge chance. chance Man, to you're one. I wouldn't take it. You know, you're, you're pro- if he's not an employee of the place where it was held at the presidium, yeah. if he was one of the licensee, he could lose his license. You know, he could lose a lot more than just. His license. <laughs> yeah. He could lose a lot of money because yeah. he probably he he must have signed a no no disclosure yeah. contract. So I would never take that chance. <laughs> you know. It's your money, man. Yeah. It's <laughs> what, just to show 
people on the internet, I don't think it's worth it. Yeah. If it was paying something, you know, maybe, but you won't make up for uh, the pursuit you could have. No. <laughs> so, uh, what can we see? You said that we, ca- we could see Vader in some of the... Yes, yes, I'll go find the image. I'll go find the movie. It was in the the leaked footage or the uh, in leaked uh, in the leaked footage you could but see. But you it. you you said also in the making of right? No, in the making when of you can see the clone. You can see the clone trooper. Um, but you did, didn't say that you could see the 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 the, f- the chest plate of Vader. You can see the chest plate in the market in the market. Oh, in the marketing video. When it is hold on. You said that it was when. Uh, uh, like Rick and it George. Was, it's when George is goofing around with. No. Mm. We're looking at the uh, the footage right now just to find the, uh, the the exact timing, so you will be able to uh, to go uh, and check it yourself. You can see also uh, in the leak footage. You can see Obi Wan fighting against yeah three or four guys in blue all blue suits. So. Uh, with sabers, right? Yeah, right there. Oh yeah. The time is at 1:44. Yeah, go. It starts at 1:44 and goes until 1:45. Yeah, you got one you second. Can, you've got one second. And the, and the main thing you see, you're, you see George um, pretending to punch Nick in the stomach, but on the right of the screen you can see Vader. Yeah. Maybe just the, the suit on a Vader without a helmet on though. Yeah, you can see his nose, or I think I'm, I think it's Hayden, but yeah. In the footage, you can see uh, Obi Wan and Anakin in an elevator. You can see uh, uh, you can see in the the stage that's turning vertically. You can see them uh, fighting fighting a lot. Uh, you can you see Obi Wan in 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 the the pool of water. And you also see. Obi-Wan, I think, in a big open room or open set, and it's Probably green all outside. around. And you see three people that he's fighting against. And they seem to suits. have lightsaber, right? Yeah. It's bizarre. I don't, I, I don't understand. Is yeah. it Grievous? Who knows? Not three per person. I know, but maybe they're using the three people as a way to um, capture it. Okay, capture the sabers, maybe? Yeah. Okay. Because no one person can hold four sabers. Yeah. You know, that's true. I, I don't know. That's just my crazy theory. <laughs> I don't have a lot of But fun. with that, uh, you know, Grievous w- w- would be wide, r- really wide. <laughs> I, I know. That's why I'm hesitating. Yeah. I, I don't know. But I really liked where they uh, threw punches at each other. I yeah. thought that was... But all in all, try to get it and see it, you know. It's worth it if you can find it, and uh, we're done. Yep. So, you actually went over time. We are very sorry. Both. Not that much. We are telling in the chat that spoilers are off. Here you go. So, now. We'll be doing the, the miscellaneous, miscellaneous news. news. We'll I'll be doing the miscellaneous news. Uh, but we have a new intro for Brian, for Kit Fisto, but Yay. because he's supposed to do the miscellaneous news, but, yeah, but, but because Sebastian is out, 
is of the roster today. I will be doing it, but we will play, we will still play Brian's intro. Master Fisto, trust your insight, we do. Here you go. It's pretty cool. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you, Raven. Okay. Now, we have a couple of things in the uh, miscellaneous news. Uh, like I said just before going to the first break, uh, no, uh, when we came back from the break, the, f- uh, the new uh, Fanyo Duo drama uh, of from the anthology series to overcome is out so go download it on StarWarsFanWorks.com after the radio show yep now in literature there's it's all everything nothing much happened in the last two weeks but uh, Tuesday the big day for Timothy Zahn which is a triple program like triple header <laughs> No, which uh, three uh, three uh, events? You got first the art cover of Survivor's Quest, which is coming out. You got the ebook Fool's Bargain, which is coming out, and got the hyperspace chat. I will go through each of them. First of all, I will read the synopsis of the art cover Survivor's Quest. So it begins with a message from a surprising source, Nirawan, the planet where Tron. And dangerous disciples of Emperor Palpatine once held sway, and from which Luke and Mara barely escaped with their lives. The message itself is shocking. After 50 years, the remain of the outbound flight project, a pioneer Jedi expedition viciously destroyed by Tron, have been found on Nero One. Now the fiercely honor-bound alien who reside there wish to turn over the remnant of the Doom mission to the Republic. Accepting the gesture will mean a long voyage to the treacherous clusters of stars where the thousands of souls aboard the unbound flight vessel met their grim fate. But it may also mean something more, something that adds steer an inexplicable sense of foreboding in the Mara. Whatever may await the Skywalker will not fate face it alone. Joining them uh, on the strange and solemn journey are an officer of the post-Palpatine Empire escorted by a detachment of Imperial Stormtroopers, a party of diplomats from a gentle alien species that revere the fallen Jedi for saving them from bloodthirsty conquerors, and a New Republic ambassador who harbors its own mysterious agenda. Soon enough, suspicion, secrecy, and an unknown saboteur run rampant aboard the isolated ship, but it is within the derelict walls of the outbound flight itself, buried half a century ago on a desolate planetoid where the gravest danger lies, as the marooned Hulk yield his stunning revelation and un- unexpected terror to his visitors. Luke and Mara find all they stand for and, they, and their very existence brutally challenged and the ultimate test will be surviving the death trap carefully laid by foes who are legendary for their ruthlessness and determined to complete the job Tron began exterminating the Jedi's <laughs> well I think I, I did the great for a guy with an accent <laughs> did a very uh, inspirational reading Danny thank you now tears my eyes <laughs> <laughs> 
the same day, which is Tuesday, uh, February 3rd, uh, the ebook Fool's Bargain will also be coming out, which I think uh, take place right before uh, Survivor's Quest. It's three uh, three dollar fifty US, and you probably will be able to download it on many websites. Just wait a minute, and I start the webcam again. There you go. So, what is the ebook story Fool's Bargain is about? Now, the history of the planet Kariak has been one of seemingly endless violence, thanks to the constantly erupting revolutions among the many divided tribes of the native, the native Ikari race battling for dominance. Yet, none of these tribes was as held sway st- since our mysterious warlord and his legion of alien mercenaries seized power and began 50 years' reign of terror. Now, at last, the tide may be turning. The leaders of the warring Ikari faction have forged an alliance strong enough to capture a city and, the cor- and corner the warlord and his minion in their fortress. And the post-Palpatine Empire of the Hand is leading support to his revolt against tyranny and deploying no less a fighting force than the Imperial 501st Legion of Stormtroopers. Once infam- infamously known as Vader's Fist, the legendary 501st are the best men for the dangerous objective at hand, capturing the warlord alive. It's a risky mission that might be jeopardized when Imperial Unit Commander Twister and his comrades Shadow, Cloud and Watchmen are waylaid by a hand of zealous freedom fighters, armed with their own agenda and plenty of firepower. The Ikari renegades determined to free hundreds of their people from the warlord's dungeon have an an offer to make and a strategy that could give the imperial the edge in the bloody showdown to come but can Twister and his men trust their new allies or will they get more than they bargained for here you go that's what will be happening in Fool's Bargain what is cool is that that it's kind of a not an homage but how do you say that Uh, an homage yeah. To the 501st. To the 501st, yeah. Also, ter- Tuesday, a hyperspace member will be able to chat with Timothy Zahn, the father of modern expanded universe. He is scheduled to be online on Tuesday, February 3rd at 2.30 Pacific Time and it's 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And for the resident uh, of the U.S., Timothy Zahn will be doing a book signing tour to the official uh, good uh, beginning uh, February 4th in the Indianapolis go to the official uh, website and check the January 16th news for all the bookstores he will be appearing to here you go that was from literature I can't wait to, to buy uh, uh, Fool, uh, Fool's Bargain and uh, Survivor's Quest Tuesday I will do all week reading that <laughs> <laughs> I will abandon my work on my other website just for to, to read Oh that. boy. Now, in collection news, Master Replica will be releasing, well, it, it's already done, <laughs> but uh, on January 22nd, Master Replica will be releasing a replica of Anakin Skywalker lightsaber from episode 2 Attack of the Clones. 
with expected shipping date in February 2004, constructed of durable machine brass and die-cast metal to give it substantial weight and a feeling of solidity. The polished chrome-plated finish is accented by black and 14-karat gold-plated details. And, oh boy. <laughs> and it's assembled by hand. The display case has a black base with mirrored top and an acrylic dust cover to protect the replica. The lightsaber is 10 and 1/8 inch long by 1 and a quarter inch diameter. Cool. I would love expensive. to have that. Expensive. Yeah, it's, ex- <laughs> it's expensive. It's really expensive. Two, 250 US and more. <laughs> okay. Uh, Hasbro has also announced that the Ultra Figure Ewok Glider will be available this spring and also that the first glimpse of the Unleash figure Bosk will be in the Star Wars Insiders, the next Star Wars Insider, which is 74? Yeah. Or 73. 74. Maybe we'll see Wookiee pelts. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Bosk holding a Wookiee scalp. <laughs> next. KB Toys Incorporated today announced that it is closing at least 375 stores as part of its restructuring efforts. KB Toys is restructuring to address final, final, financial challenge created primarily by the price war during the 2003 holiday season. Mass merchant increases use of toys and lost leaders during the holiday season and increasing it will continue operating. <coughs> Sorry. And increasing prices, competition in the toy market during the year. KB Toys noted it will continue operating more than 750 stores through the United States, the Commonwealth of Puerto Rico, and the American territory of Guam. As a result of the restructuring and close and store closing, KB Toys said it will reduce its employment level by approximately. 3,500 positions from the current level of approximately 12,000 positions. That's a big blow for uh, collectors. That's a lot. You know? But as I said during the uh, French show, I didn't. F- I, I don't find KB... When I've been to KB Toys, I haven't found the selection that great. Okay. It's mass market. You yeah. need to go to specialized uh, yeah. store if you want to. Stores. Have uh, always some figures to buy. Now, uh, collectors who will attend JediCon 2004 in Germany will have a chance to purchase a limited edition action figure special two-pack created in cooperation with Asbro, which include a red clone trooper and a super battle droid package in a special JediCon 2004 box. And it looks and it looks really cool. It does look really cool. Yeah. But uh, you have to go to Germany for that. So I'd do it if I had the money. Yeah, I I would go to every convention if Me I had the money. I you could. Know? <laughs> I would just every weekend. You know, going on vacation all year. <laughs> oh boy, that'd be life. Eh? The Star Wars on direct Learjet. <laughs> 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 you know, broadcasting every weekend from somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, broadcasting from over the Atlantic Ocean. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, now another uh, collector's news. Beginning in on April 4, 2004, if you purchase Asbro Star Wars toys equal to $19.99 value or above at your local Toys R Us, you will receive a free Star Wars limited edition silver painted clone trooper. Quantities are limited. 
So be sure to mark this date on your calendar while supplies last. Here you go. Now for the video game. Uh, there's nothing much to say uh, from the last two weeks except that LucasArts has, uh, has put out the first Star Wars Battlefront video online and also uh, put out the, f the uh, FAQ, the Frequently Asked Question, uh, are also available. You saw the, Brian, the yes, video. Yes, I saw it last night. So... It was okay. It looked like 1942, though. Okay. A lot like that. And I found that the quality of the um, images that yeah. in the video... The maybe skins. it was just the skins. and They don't look that great. Okay. So I don't know how good First this draft, game maybe. is going to be. Yeah. It could be just some development. I'm not bashing the game just yet. Okay. But I do want it to, do, to work well. Mm -hmm. I'd like that it's them to release it on PC, though. Yeah. Oh, it will come to PC, but later. Because FPSs are always better with a keyboard and a mouse. Yeah. Now, LucasArts uh, also denied the rumor of an Episode 3 game where a player would be playing Darth Vader. The uh, LucasArts says that IGN information are not exact, and more, and more information and more detail will be revealed later this year on LucasArts. So. Like so you said, maybe uh, IGN messed up between the future TV show and the, and the, and the, and the, video, and game. the video game, you know? The video game Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, because TFN. Yeah, that's my, uh, that's my next news, actually. Right? No? No, but we'll... It's later. I, I'll come back to that. Okay, we'll come back to it. Don't yeah. worry. Don't panic. Okay, also, that could have been in the uh, community update, but I just will say that finally StarWars.com officially announced that the Star Wars Celebration would be held in Indianapolis from April, April 21st to 24th, 2005. Uh, there were also a Niper Space Chat with Steve Sensuit, so here was the main uh, answer that he gave about celebration okay uh, the tickets will be on sale at the end of summer so wait patiently uh, there will be special days for fan club and hyperspace member more than during celebration too and uh, international fan club are, are taken into account here so if you are f uh, you know member of uh, the German fan club you will be. You will have access to those deals. Or the also. French one. Yeah. Or Mexico. Um, you know. Everywhere. Anyone. Anyone where there's a official fan club. Official fan club. Yeah. Uh, discount hotel rooms will go on sale around the same time as we do online ticketing in the late summer. Many hotel room hotel rooms have been blocked, and they st strongly suggest waiting until the discount room are posted to make your reservation. Like we have previously yeah, reported, probably that they uh, they will do you know special deals maybe for uh, fan club members. Maybe they have rooms reserved for fan club member and hyperspace member to get that would be cool. So all bunch them up, you know, and sell tickets with it with a great package. That that'd be very cool. It will be really cool. My, I I already told my boss I wouldn't be uh, there oh, uh, in April two thousand five. He said okay. Yeah. Give him yeah. tons of warning. Yeah. <laughs> so, if he forgot about that, I will so be angry. <laughs> I, I will be reminding him. 
every lot. every day for the rest. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, he also said, Steve Smith said, there will be an exclusive action figure available for the fans attending celebration tree. Like the same. Will be a Rick uh, instead of a George Sekul. I hope so. That'd well, be what funny. What is uh, Rick McCallum backwards? You know. <laughs> I think it'd be Rick, like Rick Oli. Okay. But. No, George Sekul is Malumka? like Malumka. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> okay. Uh, also, it's really in the early stage of planning, but there should be around a dozen guests or more. So, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, there will be things shown and heard on on the episode three during the celebration. You know, uh, like the Yoda footage they yeah, shown yeah, last year. That'd be funny. Uh, the f- so it's not about episode three, but. Uh, not about the celebration, I mean. Uh, the first teaser trailer and poster should be coming out around the same time as Attack of the Clone, so nothing new there. Yeah. Uh, they plan to work on a bigger gift shop and make sure that they have both inadequate supplies of cool merchandise and lines that aren't out of the stri- out to the street. They want to make sure that everyone who wants one of the exclusive action figures can get one so um my opinion on that is that they should make too many but I think way too many and then uh, sold them then you can after the convention is over and if you still have a lot of them Mm -hmm. then you can but they may be scared that a lot of people will get them and sell it on ebay instead of them selling it on starwars.com you know that's a problem well then what you can do is you punch the person's um, card or something card when they take one so you're only allowed to have X amount and then every time you get one you punch it and you know but but if you but if you still want to buy them you have to buy an extra ticket yeah so eh. but who will want is beautiful celebration tree pass punch well (laughs) they could incorporate it into the design yeah, maybe some so. some squares to punch yeah. into. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's possibility. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they are trying to solve the long lines problem. That's one of the reason they added an extra day to the convention. You know, it's four days instead of three, and they are uh, devising plans to deal with the long line inside the hall also. You know, Sebastian told us that you have to wait more than an hour outside and probably more inside to. Uh, to do the line so yeah. we have to be patient people and uh, last thing the autograph area with the actor will be bigger than celebration 2 and there will be special celebration 3 photos for the actor to sign and that's about it for the uh, Steve Sensuous chat Can g- if you are a member of Hyperspace go to the private forum all the transcript is there I only gave the the, the principal Answers, and like we said earlier uh, last week, just after our show about Star Wars on the small screen, you know, the day after, the after we do our show, yeah, Emerald Fourth, that the Force Net has mentioned that there is a TV series on the table. It would take place be- between Episode Three and A New Hope, and it would be about the rise of Darth Vader and why he is so feared in the original trilogy. They cannot confirm yet if the show is intended as a live action or animated like Clone Wars. 
hopefully more detail to come in the upcoming months one thing to say please 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 make it live action yeah all everybody wants live action let's do uh, uh, not a poll but uh, you know uh, I'd use a petition let's a do petition. a petition yes to have a live action Darth Vader show Okay. And that's about it for the miscellaneous news. Yeah. Yay. So now we go to... We will go to a musical break, but uh, before the break, uh, uh, we will be calling people uh, when uh, we after we gave out our, uh, our comments. So uh, we'll be talking with uh, Delos from the UK. We'll be talking to Sebastian also. Probably Edder if she wants to, and uh, we'll be hearing Nathan's rumbling, which he recorded because he didn't think he could make it, and he actually not in the chat. So, <laughs> and uh, also, uh, if you want us to call you, uh, send a, a message to uh, uh, our DMSN user SWENdirect at hotmail.com and send us your uh, confirmation and phone number and we will we'll be calling you when the time comes so uh, we'll be going to a musical break and you will be hearing let me go up my playlist here you will be hearing Old Me Kill Me uh, Kiss Me Kill Me from you too and right after that, you will be hearing Tatooine TV number 11, the Osborne Jack Get a New Pet, and the Delta Force Super Speeder ad. We'll be right back.
Hey, come here. I got the new Tatooine TV. I see your eyes lighting up. I knew you had discriminating taste. The audio is fantastic. The only problem? There's no video. Well, you want to hear it? Here you go. JRDOnline.com proudly presents... Tatooine TV. This week on the Osborns. Sharon, the, 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 the dog in my shoe again. Dad, I've got a new pet. Oh, not another fucking dog! Oh, I told your mum no more dogs. It's not a dog, Dad. Oh, Jack, not another pet. We have too many as it is already. No more dogs. It's probably a stupid ass fish. No, here. <laughs> Jack, what the f*** is that? Well, I'm not feeding him. Cow heart. A new day is dawning for Tatooine, and it brings a new vision in transportation. If you think a T-16 is fast, or an X-34 speeder is your idea of flying, we now introduce you to the Delta IV Superspeeder. You may say, not another land speeder, but it's much more than a land speeder. It is a Delta IV. The price of only 200 credits for the standard model is quite tempting, but there is much, much more. Our scientists spent years studying gravitational hover from all over the galaxy to create the Delta IVs high hover speed systems. We know what it's like hovering along only to find yourself stuck behind a dewback, bantha, or sand crawler. So our hover system will speed you along at 150 feet above the ground. Nothing to slow you down at that level. We also offer, at an extra price of 7,000 credits, a low-flying spacecraft alert that will alert you for those pesky T-16s landing X-wings, and other hazards. Obviously, if you're cruising along at that height, consideration must be given to exiting the craft. Unfortunately, it cannot land atop a walker platform or on the ground below. But for 10,000 extra credits, we do offer a very long speeder descent ladder for the climb down. The main feature of this new speeder is that Delta IV is environmentally friendly because it is totally edible. Let's say you want a moonroof, no problem. Have a little snack and create a moonroof that the galaxy will envy. The Delta IVs come in five flavors, raspberry, cherry, low-fat, vanilla, and bran. Stop by your nearest dealer today and take one out for a ride and a bite. The Delta IV, more than just a speeder. Tatooine TV Episode 11 is a Jeff Roney Designs production. For full credit information, please visit jrdonline.com. It's only minutes. 
Hi, this is Lisa Stevens, president of the Star Wars Official Fan Club, and you're listening to Star Wars On Direct. And we're back on Star Wars On Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Okay. So... I'm doing the show pretty good for a guy uh, just used to producing, you know? Yeah. In English also. <laughs> I hope we're doing okay. Yeah. Sebastian thinks we, uh, we, 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 didn't we didn't... We didn't do Celebration 2 or 3. It's honors. He says yeah. that we're making it seem like a not a very good convention. You know? Shame on you, Seb. Shame. Shame. For telling us that, you know? Shame. We're doing our best year. Okay, um, now we'll do a um, shout-out to the people in the chat. Yep. And we have Bob, Sebastian, who's at home sick, Delos, Dr. His, Good Ouija, Jans Walker, Jedi Luke's, Ketor84, Life, Matab, Organa, Raven, Septarian, Why Can't I Be, IG, <laughs> I, IG, okay, IG, okay, and, and that's Star it. Wars and we have uh, Nathan. Yep. So, it's time for the main subject, the Jedi religion. We will be calling some people. I got Delos, uh, Sebastian, and uh, Sarah. I Septarian. can't pronounce that. Septarian. Septarian. We'll call me. So, if you have uh, other people who want to call us, just contact us by MSN Messenger and send us your phone number. So, first of all, we will give... This was supposed to be a Sebastian subject. So yep. He got sick, so we are not into Jedi religion at all. At all. You know... Uh, And we got stuck with this subject. Yeah. So, uh, my comments on that, well, people putting out the Jedi Knight as a religion, for me, it's kind of a joke. You know, it's not, necessar uh, not necessarily bad or good, but, you know... Just that. Yeah, it's ju it just that. For me... Uh, you know, if you want to live like a Jedi, doing some things as a philosophy, not a religion, it's it's okay. It's okay. You know, if it helps you live better and, and everything, be a, a more, uh, how do you say that? A better person. Better person, that's it. You know, my comments are that basically, that simple. You know, there's a website, uh, Jediism.org, I think, that uh, people... Just laid out some basic guidelines guidelines from for the Jedi religion, you know, meditation and everything. It's okay. They they're not uh, selling anything, you know. It's it's not a sect <laughs> or something. Well, funny you say that because we d we did find a site yeah. that um, that that sells this that that gift. Courses how uh, to become uh, how to become a Jedi. Yeah, because it can't they can't say Jedi because yeah. it's copyrighted. Yeah, so they 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 spell Jedi D J E D I. D -I. Anyway, you okay. know, but you you have courses to become a Padawan. You know, like Padawan 101 and everything. You <laughs> it's know, it's goofy. It, it's goofy. It's you know, and it and you have to pay for for that. So it's awful. Don't go to that website. It's in French also, you know. It's from a guy who used to do uh, esoteric television on the community channel or, or something yeah, in here he in Quebec. He's a, he's a crazy guy. Yeah. Basically. 
Anyway, my opinions are very similar to Danny's, and I don't have much to say. It's just, it's air. If it, it can work for some people, so, um, yeah, that's it. That's about I, it? It can work for some people, it doesn't work for me, so that's that. But I'm sure Sebastian, we're gonna, is going to talk about yeah, a long Sebastian. time, yeah. he has a lot to say, so we're going to go... Right to him. Yeah. Or we're, no, we're going to go to Delos first because yeah. it is late, late. It's late, late. late uh, so uh, we got his number program. Number right here, and here we go. All right. I don't have to lose my microphone. Yeah. Hello. Hello, Michael. Hello, Danny. How, how are you doing? I'm all right, thank you. Fine. Uh, how uh, late is it in the uh, UK now? It is just... It is It is 12 minutes past 1 a.m. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry That's to be calling really late. so late. <laughs> no, no, I'm usually up this late on a weekend. Okay. Weekdays. <laughs> <laughs> so you do some voices on Tatooine TV like we, uh, we, uh, we saw on the chat. And also, uh, you work with Nathan on Trono Radio, is that right? Yeah, I um, w when Nathan first started Chrono uh, Radio, he did the um, he he compressed them into MP3. Yeah. And for whatever pro for whatever reason, the program he used added some extra noise on the end. Okay. And I recompressed them after getting rid of the extra uh, noise. That's did cool. Did that for about five shows, and I've just continued on being as an advisor since that's cool uh, what are your comments on the main subject the Jedi religion well it doesn't, it doesn't bother me I mean I put Sith down as my religion ok <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Sith at heart ok <laughs> and uh, is it a, an official religion now in a Jedi in a England do you know if it's, uh, it's official or not I don't. I don't think it is. I know that there was a uh, on on the census thing, which actually uh, made it. Which you heard about that, didn't you? Yeah. Um, I, I don't think it made was an, made an official, you know, in quotes, religion. But I think it got recognised as something. I didn't really pay attention to that. <laughs> okay. And do you have comments on you know uh, Jedi as a philosophy of life or uh, something like that? No, it's um. I just, I just think people should uh, believe what they want, and uh, I mean, I have some good friends who are pagans and Wiccans, and uh, and everyone has their own, um, you know, ways and everything, and uh, mm -hmm. you know, whatever works for them, fine by me. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, uh, Michael. Uh, hope we hear from you uh, another time. Yes. Can I get? Can I just give a quick plug? Yep, go ahead. On um, well, my personal website, if anyone wants to view that, is www.sokar.org.uk. Okay. And, uh, you know, from Stargate, which was made in Canada. Okay. J just send us your uh, the 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 link through MSN. Through MSN, and we will read it. Uh, we'll send it in the chat. Yeah. Um, and just go to Star Wars Fan Works because I do a lot of work for them, providing voice acting roles and stuff, and enjoy it. That's all I can say. 
Well, but thanks a lot, Michael. Yeah. Au revoir. Thank you. Merci. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. There you go. It was Delos, Dark Lord of the Smith. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's great for hearing from the uh, the other side of the ocean. Well, yeah, you know, the other side of the Atlantic. You know, in the French show, we, we call a lot in France, but yeah. it's the first time in first English. First time in England. Yeah. Okay. Now, now it's time for Sebastian. So, so be ready, Sebastian. We're calling you now. So, there you go. No. Oop. Okay, yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's right. That's right. Oh. Sebastian, come on. <sighs> He's sick. Try again. There we go. Hi, guys. Hey, we got a busy signal, Sebastian. I know, I know. Yo. So who are you speaking with? How are you guys doing? Just let me shut you up over here Because <laughs> I can't listen to you guys talking from the other end While, you know, with the time lapse and all Yep <laughs> So Go ahead, you're the expert on that subject, so Wow <laughs> Sorry, terribly sorry that I'm sick tonight I uh, really wish I was there Okay, first of all, what I want to do Is, you know, take the God equals force issue out of the face of the table right now because you know for some people the force is just like God and it's okay I mean you believe in what you want to believe just like uh, uh, just like Dilas just said you yeah. know people are allowed to have their own beliefs and you know <laughs> it's really funny for me to see some scientists go like head over feet try and prove that there is no God and that the universe was created all over the Big Bang when some atoms just like flew over each other and like created the universe. Now I got a question for them. Who created the first atoms? <laughs> you know? Who knows? <laughs> you got you got you got to answer me that question because you got to, you know, there's there's got to be something above us that is higher than us, the powers that be or the force or gods or whatever you want to call it. An equivalent. Okay. Or, you know, I just chose to call it the Force. That's like my choice. Uh, some people choose to call it God. It's okay with them. With yeah. them. Uh, of course, we put on the subject of Jedi religion. Now, first question is, why would you want to have a Jedi religion? Uh, so people can dress casually as Jedis without being reprimanded by, by anyone else? Um, I think that they would be reprimanded <laughs> by some people. Yeah, well, you know, Even everyone laughs at someone else. They don't uh, care. Yeah. Just, uh, would we just want to being able to bear lightsabers, really, all over the place? <laughs> you know? I don't know. I mean, there's no real goal in having a Jedi religion by itself. Get money from the government? I don't think so. Yeah, pay less taxes. <laughs> pay less taxes? You really think so? I'm no. not too sure about that. No, but there's there's some when you you're in some religion you can have I don't return taxes or something. Tax returns. Tax returns. Yeah, maybe, yeah. but you know I still believe in God. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm a Catholic from uh, from birth, but hey, I don't I don't get like. Free, uh, I don't get off the taxes for some reason. No. Hey, yes, you, you do. Know, why more yeah. others than me? Actually, Sebastian, 
I was at church today, and they gave out um, tax returns to the people who had given they did? money. Yes, they did. So, oh. so if we go to church, so we you, ha- you have to you donate. Have to go to church. Okay. You have to donate and give your name. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Blah, blah. In any case, <laughs> <coughs> uh, you know, some other people, on the other hand, they, they'd actually like to have that I to actually be peacekeepers. And, you know, just running around and chopping some terrorist heads so off. So you think that all Canadians should be peacekeepers now? No. <laughs> <laughs> now the question is, are Canadian peacekeepers Jedi? Well. You know. <laughs> this is turning into yeah. another one of Sebastian's <laughs> crazy theories. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Firstly, like, if you ask me, I think, I think a Jedi at NATO could only bring a little brain to the organization. That would just be a good thing, you know? To have someone who can actually judge and put in the balance, like King Solomon mm-hmm. used to do in all those wonderful stories. Um, there are tons of people who are trying to make money on a Jedi religion, like you talked a little bit earlier, uh, all over the world. Not only here in Quebec, but also in the States. It's, it's really, like, mind-boggling me, and it's, I find it really stupid. And if you believe in the Force... Please, don't go and subscribe yourself to some kind of uh, stupid club that says, I'm going to show you how to become a Padawan, and I'm going to show you how to use the Force and all in all. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think it's really stupid. Uh, the, only, the only website I think it's worth, that is worth mentioning is Jediism.org. Yeah. Uh, that website explains the main guidelines of the Force and of how to live the Force in your life without actually charging anything for it. Uh, you, there are forums that you can actually mm-hmm. register to and discuss your points of view with them. Uh, I think they're very friendly. Yeah. Uh, you know... It's just basic, basic gui- yeah. guidelines. In yeah, that's it, you know. Uh, and that's what Jedi's... That's what Jedi, Jedi Masters are in the first place. They're just kind of guides. They will put a pad before you, but you'll have to choose it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think the Padawan should do if he wants to become a Jedi or whatever. But there's no really, there's not really levels in following a philosophy, a Jedi philosophy. Yeah, that's it, exactly. And and no need for a Jedi religion itself. Yeah. We don't need no priest. We don't need no uh, no under priest or whatever. No guru or something. You know? That's it. We don't need no guru, no co guru. We no no kangaroo <laughs> we don't need no, no, none of this yeah. you know uh, you just have to make your own way in life that's all I believe the knowledge of the force is something that must be passed on to the next generations of course but it's something that must be chosen and accepted by the next generation mm. if they want to learn about it you know yeah. they have to choose if they want to follow uh, the ways of the Jedi in their life philosophy or anything else. But you must not force something on, on someone. Because we've seen with religion in the past, it doesn't work. Yeah. It only comes back uh, right into your face. Mm. So, you know... Actually, it only works if you... Um, it works to force it down your throat. Because it worked for 2,000 years nearly. Mm. But it doesn't work when you give them too many liberties. So you, cap- you, have, to keep the, you have to keep the little people down. Okay. Well... Go ahead, Seb. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, you guys might want to talk a little bit closer to microphone, though. <laughs> okay. Uh, for, for for the the phone. For you, okay. Yeah. Okay. 
um, get at SIP. So, you know, basically, as I said on the, the official board, uh, in the Jedi religion topic they had over there, uh, basically what you want to do, if you want to follow Jediism, as they, as they so call it, I, li I like the term itself. I think it's worth Yeah, it. it's not, even if, if on the website they, they mention the Jedi religion, you know. Yeah, I know. They, they didn't have to put that, the, the word religion in there. That's it. I don't really like that, but I like the term Jediism itself. Yeah. Uh, I don't like it being a synonym of the Jedi religion, but I'd like, I'd like it to be more a synonym of the Jedi way of life, mm -hmm. which would be a little bit more well put, if, I think. Okay. Um, what I was coming to is basically what you learned from the Star Wars movie is that if you want to learn how to live with the Force and how to manipulate the Force, you have to first learn how to live with yourself and accept yourself as a person. So therefore, you must believe in yourself before believing in, in anything else. And I think that's the first step in the Jedi way of life. You have to first be able to live with yourself. Yeah, but you can do that without having saw the movies, the Star Wars movies. That's right. <coughs> However, uh, the Star Wars movies show, shown us a way of doing so, and they have a very strong message going through them mm -hmm. uh, that is very strong, very interesting when you when you take a look at it uh, to let to let them to let them tell to you, you know, believe in yourself, and you'll become what you all what you always wanted to become, mm -hmm. you know, through the stories of Luke Skywalker, for instance. Yeah. Um, I ju I'm just going to go into a couple of numbers right now because I find them really interesting. Uh, Jediism actually started like as a prank joke on census in New Zealand, mm -hmm. but uh, you got to admire them because, I mean, okay, in the UK, for example, uh, there are more Jedis than Jews. That's, that's just scary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where, when did it get to that point? Uh, nearly... 400,000 people identified themselves as Jedi in the 2001 mm -hmm. census, and only 260,000 uh, said they were Jewish. And you got Michael D. Lowe's who put, out, who put down Sith as a religion. <laughs> well, there you go. So he doesn't even count in as a Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Jedi, they seem to be, like, concentrated in England and Wales. Yeah. Uh, but uh, just last year, uh, well, actually, just uh, in, in 2000, Uh, the Australian Bureau of uh, Statistics reported that more than 70,000 people named Jedi as their faith. And that, you know, they're the one who started the, 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 the old thing. Mm -hmm. And I think it's pretty funny to take a look at it that way. Mm -hmm. uh, we also have 20,000 Jedis here in Canada, which is a fairly good number. Yeah. Uh, you got half of them in British Columbia, then you got the rest uh, split in between Alberta and Ontario. Now I don't recall. I never saw a census, so I couldn't put in put in Jedi Knight as a religion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember having one myself. It's been a while. Probably when uh, the election come, you may have one. That's it. I think it's in uh, 2006. But you know, Maybe? it's like 91. <coughs> one of the reasons I don't like the, the the Jedi religion thing being called that way is basically most of all because what people think when they think of the Jedi religion, they think of George Lucas for inventing the Jedi, and they think that we actually idolize George Lucas, mm -hmm. which is not really the case. That's completely different religion. That's it. 
That's Lucasism. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's right. Lucasism. But you know, I, I like George Lucas. He's a great man. Uh, one of my other crazy theories is that is that he's a Jedi from another planet came to Earth to uh, <laughs> check out on us. <laughs> the loony bin that's, just, that's just a crazy theory. I, I wouldn't go and prove that. <laughs> but uh, the fact that I live my life in the ways of the Jedi is because I want to live my my life as a noble person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm someone who actually likes uh, stories of knights. I like stories of samurais. Uh, I think these guys used to have a very noble way of life, and that's something that's being lost more and more every generation that goes forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you take a look at a six years old today, he will most likely answer back to his mother, uh, who just told him to go to his room for whatever the reason. Yeah. Uh, but we would never have done that back in our days. Yeah. You know, I don't Sebastian. know what's happening, but something really bad is happening. Sebastian. So I think it's, it's in a way Sebastian. good that in the balance, you have some kind of people who want to still live their life as noble person. Okay. Sebastian. Yes. Maybe you don't remember because you are an only child. But a child always answers back the first time. But a good parent never lets it happen a second time. Okay. I'm going to agree with you on that. <laughs> but seriously, if, if you check, if, if you check the, the, the current generations out right now, because we, they are not you answer more than <coughs> twice and because the children are not being raised by their parents they're being raised by the television and blame it on the television again givers <laughs> <laughs> now to go back on topic uh, you know the Jedi religion in itself I think it's not something good it's, it shouldn't be called that way uh, I think it should be the Jedi philosophy I think it's something that could actually be taught in some universities because it's something that that's taking under its wing, uh, you know, the philosophy of Buddhism, of Nazism, of um, of the samurai ways, uh, of the knights, you know, <coughs> and they're all putting it in one big packet, taking all the good things out of these other ones, and there you go. Yep. Uh, if if those those of you who actually read the episode one book will remember the way that Terry Brooks put it which was really great. In the beginning, there were all these different religions, and then all those philosophers from all those different religions came together, they sat down, they, take a look at, they took a look at their religion, and they actually realized that they had one point in common, and they decided to call that point the Force. Therefore, on, they decided to study that point more, more in particular, and there you go. That's how they became the Jedi Knights. Okay. I thought it was in... Another book, but no, it, I don't uh, remember. Basically, the same thing happens when they describe the episode one uh, novelization. It might be, it might be, it might be also happening in another uh, book, but I do no, remember the, the it happening in episode one. The essential chronology. That's one of the things that really mm-hmm. marked me. Okay. So yeah, that's it. Um, I don't. <coughs> sorry, I don't think I really have a lot more than that to say about it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure we could squeeze something out of you. Oh, you could probably do so, but... <laughs> you're sure there's a lot of throat in there. Your throat cannot... Uh, I, I'm not sure I could take it, or <laughs> no, nor, nor could my, sh- my throat take it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. You, guys, you guys think you're going to be okay without me for the rest of the evening? 
Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you can do it. Uh, I'm, I'm more than 100% sure we won't need you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> now, can I go back on the Star Wars Celebration 2 subject for, for a second? For a second. Because it was a great convention, and it's the over. wasn't that <laughs> Okay, <bad>. that's it. <laughs> no, bye, son. <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, sure, you're going to have to wait in all conventions, and I think that the team at, that is working currently on the convention... Star Wars Celebration 3 is doing a terrific job. I wish them luck because they will definitely need it. But, you know, there's definitely something to be done about this, and I'm sure we'll, we'll be greatly surprised uh, when the time for Star Wars Celebration 3 comes, comes to our doorstep. Hopefully, yeah. But there you go. Yep. Thank you, Seb. Well, I wish you guys a really great evening. Yep. I wish everyone in the chat a really great evening. <coughs> and uh, I think I'm going to go sleep now. Yeah, gonna uh, go see Janet exactly. Jackson, you know, doing okay. the halftime show. <laughs> Good luck with the show, guys. Bye. Okay, Bye. thanks. Bye. Okay, next is uh, Serpterian. Serpterian. Yeah. Will. So, here we you go. You are next. I'm gonna check my... So... So, it's... We're dialing now. Let's take a minute... Okay, and after that, it's. Uh, I hope I'm not missing out some numbers. Hopefully, it will work. Well, who is it? It's Will. Yes. Okay, another. Uh, is in the chat? Yeah, I told him. Okay. Go. He probably has a phone modem, a, cl a traditional modem. So maybe the line is taken by that. So. So so so. Okay, you got family calling. Well, we'll try to call you later. So uh, does Edder. Okay, so Edder is chickening out this time. <laughs> Sorry, Edder, it's okay. You've got more <laughs> guts than most of people calling us. Next. Who okay. Who will be next? If not, we'll go to a musical break and... Uh, no, not uh, really. We'll go to Nathan's Rumbling if there's no one else to call. Because I don't really have... Uh, <laughs> Much to say. Yep, Sebastian, I think put it well. Yeah, we'll probably have uh, a great insight from Nathan, and after that we will go to all the boards. Yep, and read some what people uh, left, and also uh, uh, by email. So yep. maybe go uh, read some uh, the one we we got by email, and after uh, that uh, we'll go into the boards. Alright, so we'll go to the... Which one we'll start with? From Michael Chiavarino. Okay. Um, Dear Star Wars on Direct, As a pagan and an, and an attorney issues of minority relations in the United S religions in the United States, it is, it is very personal for me. Um, the U.S. Constitution prevents state and local governments from establishing any form of religion or preventing a free practice thereof. That means 
however, that the hearts and minds of the people who work in the government, or the population in general, except the minority religions, such as Wicca or Santoria, and other mainstream religions. Um, to a certain extent, I hate, the, I hate the very idea that people are asked what their beliefs are, but my own personal curiosity wonders how many practitioners of a minority religion exist in the United States. While it is possible that many people put down Jedi Knight as a joke, it is equally possible that a religious movement can use the Jedi Knight as a basis for religious philosophy. After all, the writing of a soft sci-fi author eventually became the basis for Scientology. Which is very true. Yep. Thank you for that email. Okay. Go next. to the next one, which is... Oh, you got to the start. This is the yes. first we received. Yes. It's and from it's from Jeff, Jeff Rooney, Rooney, which just came in the chat. You you got good timing, Jeff. We're, we're up to your email. Now, to me, the Jedi religion is just silly. I'm going to sound like a non-fan here, but people. Star Wars is just a group of movies. Like a path, not a path, not a life path or a set of truths to live your life by. I remember back in the day before computers and the internet, I wrote a letter to join a Star Wars fan club in the early 80s. They listed the rules how you could achieve Jedi knighthood by the ability to use of the Force by levitating objects. Star Wars is just a group of movies. They're great movies. But Chewie is just a guy in a suit. Yoda is a puppet and CGI character and things levitate by wires and blue screen. Get a grip and stop being creepy fans and start and starting a religion. There. I'm fine now. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Good comment, Jeff. Good comment. Okay, we'll s- go up one more. Okay, we get one from Pat Tooney. If someone if someone creates a working lightsaber, then I will believe in their hokey religion. <laughs> Pat Tooney. <laughs> That's it. We'll get a couple of simple. If there's a site that defines all the, is there a site that defines all the beliefs of the Jedi? Who defines it? And do they have a Protestant branch? <laughs> <laughs> do they have? Do they keep regular jobs? Or can you make a living out of doing going around slicing and dicing sets? Siths. Now, I don't, I don't see why Jedi are all that different from any other religion. It all depends on your particular point of view. Exactly. Frosty. Next. So, next one. It's a cute joke. By no means it should become an official religion. It should be nothing more than a tribute club to a set of movies. If there weren't such, if there weren't such a devoted moron. No, if I weren't such a devoted moron, I'd probably put Giant down, Giant Knight down, just for kicks. Robert Ray Bennett, Vancouver, BC. No, a uh, fellow Canadian. And this one's from um, Garen, Garen and Janelle Kearns. A religion is simply something that you you devoutly believe in. As a huge Star Wars fan and a Christian, I can see how myself being a Jedi Christian blend. Of course. It should. I should. It shouldn't be counted. It should be counted as a religion. Why? I'm sorry. Why? Sh- why would someone try not to s- to say that it could not be one? That person would be very just. Oh man, I'm sorry. That person would be very close-minded. Thanks. 
Garen K. You're too Devil hyped Kush. up. You're, you're too hyped up by the the Urshi milk you you drank. You know, know. <laughs> the caffeine in there. <laughs> it's killer. More than a cup of coffee. <laughs> I truly think that it's great that people are starting to use Star Wars faith on our planet. I really do think that it should become an official religion, and that way it takes the Star Wars fandom up to a whole new level. And it would be neat to actually see George Lucas' Star Wars world come to life in reality. I'm not sure if it's a faith I would join, but I know it would be lots. It would make lots of other people happy. Sincerely, Star Wars Jaggy. Yeah, probably a lot of people that don't believe in God really just would go into that religion because they're Star Wars fans. <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay, just for fun. fun. You know. Um, Matt Barnes writes us I got myself ordained to the Jedi Order last year and it's been an official religion in the UK for nearly two years now and it's my official title now is Jedi Reverend so we have a <laughs> we have Jedi a Jedi Reverend a Jedi Reverend okay yep um, this is from Philip Gillette um, dear friend yes the Jedi religion is soon becoming a certifiable true religion in the world. It is my religion. I am Jedi. I believe in the Force. Not only that, there have been a few instances in my life that I believe the Force has been with me. Okay. Um, he gives us his phone number. I don't think we're going to call him because he's, he's not in the not chat. In the chat. Yeah. Um, I'd, uh, blah, blah, blah. I'd be happy to discuss this further with you at any time. And should happen to get happen to get my machine, feel free to leave me your number and I'll get back to you ASAP. Best, best wishes. Best wished, wet, wish, wishes. Wishes. Oh my gosh. Wishes. Do you want me to, to read no, or something? Okay. <laughs> I can read. I th- I'm pretty sure I can read. Next. <coughs> Michael Kent, our dear friend. Yes. He's everywhere. Hello. I think that the world would be a better place if everyone united under one faith. The question is the question that would remain would be which faith? Wait, which faith? since each religion would hesitate to convert to the other. The solution is a new belief system, not any existing religion. Jediism would may be the best bet. Its philosophy is so simple and exemplified by the Pacific Pacific Jedi in the Star Wars movies. With With a simple concept of the Force and the fan following of the movies and joy, the youth and children who are the future would love to follow this simple yet powerful code. I feel Jediism should be encouraged and one day consider an official religion. Michael Kent. Hold on. You read this one? Yeah, I read that one. Uh, uh, oh, uh, that's uh, from Nathan. That's another thing. This is from Nathan. No, it's not about religion. It's about the the, the show... Uh, the future show. Alright, here we go. Hi, I'm unsure whether or not I suppo- I'm supposed to email this, but I'm a member of the Forest Island chat. Okay. Um, first of all, I live in Australia, and just as many people per capita put down Jedi as, a relig- as their religion in the US, I actually didn't think more I think about it, the more I, th- I can see the merit. Second, second, I must tell you that I hate religion. Religion isn't organized by a small group of people to create a large sums of money and power for themselves. 
by sprouting some words that make the masses feel better about themselves, often by hating others. Religion in my book goes into the same category as politics. However, I do believe that everyone has the right to work out their own beliefs, and this is, and this is called faith. I think that the difference is that, that you have faith, it could be anything, is per, it is a personal thing. Whereas religion is when you start preaching and nobody wants to be preached to. I don't think that as a Jedi I could move things with my mind, or that I could fight better than an Olympic fencer. I believe that it is all about faith. A Jedi looks into himself, which is more important than any religion. More, more peop, most people want to be good, but it is often harder than we wish to, than we wish. Hence, the good and bad sides of the Force. There is a poster, who you can get that has quotes from the OT, mainly Yoda, entitled "Everything You Know." Everything I know I learned from Star Wars. And when you look into the whole time, Yoda is saying to be a better person. I don't know what is out there, but I, but I do know as a kid growing up watch, watching Star Wars, I grew, up a decent, I grew into a decent adult. And as an adult looking back, I can see that what influence it had on me, and that I am a better person because of it. There is too much hate in the world, and anything that encourages peace and harmony must be good. Paul. From Coulomb Beach, Queenlands. And uh, another one. Um, I, think the, I, think, I think the power of a good story takes root in the lives of many people who can share or relate the good memory of having experienced the awesome influence of a film. Taking a character or a character's attributes and unique qualities and admiring the craft or the genius it took to create them is a healthy, positive way of exper- ex- appreciating them as, as they are. Declaring yourself a Jedi Knight, even on planet Earth, and having some fun with the idea is just that. Fun. However, claiming it to be a Jedi Knight and actually believing it is a whole other story. The only force these folks need to master is the force to, t- to take to open a bottle of medication <laughs> and realize that Darth Vader is not their father. <laughs> Michael Chamber- Camberland, I guess. And I think that's it. And this one, okay, this one is was In from the French, French show. show. And uh, oh, this is the last one. A freaky one. This one is. Um, it's not. It is not. It is so non-ironic to me that a religion. I think that it's a bit a slap in the face, such as Jedi would be coming for full circle now. It was a human, not a little muppet, on some distant planet that dreamt up the idea in the first place. This planet of ours is now and has been for centuries now stuffed with Jedi from all walks of life, who were there doing good even before the the term came to the affirmation human's head. We were surrounded by people who regularly put their time, effort, and even their lives on the line for what is good and right. No, no lightsabers, but virtually every other aspect of the Jedi exists here and now. I ask you, who are not the folks who rushed into those burning towers knowing their lives could be, not, could be stuffed out in an instant to save others, not Jedi? How could the cops who walked the beat trying to keep us all safe n- they're not Jedi. Come on. And what about these firefighters? No Jedi there either. Please. What about what about the selfless doctor who crosses poverty-stricken borders to aid those in need for no return 
on their heartfelt expertise, or the thousands who have committed their own lives to help of helpless, helpless every day in some godforsaken land until the breath has left their own bodies? What about the thousand of people who open their hearts and homes to the unwanted children not of their own blood? And what about the warriors who every day volunteer to protect the whole nation from real Sith of war of the world? Open your eyes to one of the truest realities of this world has ever known. We are surrounded by each other. The ironic part is that most probably most folks that have put themselves in the sense of a Jedi are not these folks. The true Jedi care not of such things. Okay, well, it's a point of view. It's a different point of view. Yeah. Those From people are are good Tracy. are good people, basically. Yep, good people. Not necessarily Jedi's, but are good people. Yeah. So we're gonna try with the Sephiratarian again. So let's try this. Uh, yep. Okay. Let's try it. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Will. Yeah. Hi, this is Danny from Star Wars on Direct. Hello there. You got the line. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, so what's your point of view on that subject? You know, I'm sitting here listening to the show and, and the comments that people have made, and I've it's really hard to really say something without offending anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't see it as a religion personally yeah I don't see how it can be um, the way George has written it and made it come to life uh, I look at it as they will take martial arts for an example mm-hmm. uh, you have to or the reason why you're doing it is mainly to better yourself not only not from so much of the combat aspect but to Uh, it brings inner peace to yourself and um, how do I want to say it? Uh, better yeah, have a, a, a better philosophy of life maybe or right right discipline and everything right exactly the discipline okay and certainly for those who want to uh, you know follow the force and learn about it it's definitely something very positive and very good because that's what it teaches mm-hmm Uh, other than that, I just I can't see it as an organized religion because there's no one person that you're you know you're going to worship or anything like that. And as far as the school that's advertising on the internet that they will charge you for courses on how to be a Padawan, yeah. and, uh, a Jedi Knight, and so on and everything else, to me that is just an extreme joke. Well, yeah. obviously that's a cult, cultish type yeah. organization, right. but outside of that. You could consider that there's no one thing to worship, a good thing. It could not be seen as a bad thing, like, oh, well, there's nothing to really worship. Well, there's nothing. That's not a bad thing. It's just a different way. Right. Right. I just I can't see charging for it. Yeah. You know that that to me is just. <laughs> you no, know, it's. See, I just see it as a scam. I know I'm going to. I see my career going down the toilet just for. <laughs> 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 no, but well, you don't have to pay yeah. for it. But they're but they're the Jediism dot org. It's just a meditation and life philosophy, not quite a religion. Yeah, that's it. It's more like a let's say how to meditate uh, 
and they base themselves on they base themselves on the the, the, the Jedi in the movies, but but the the guy who sells the, you know the courses this this guy has a bad reputation here in Quebec and he he is a UFO uh, he's a UFO uh, guy he yeah, likes to you know like uh, Rael almo almost you know <laughs> it's joke. crazy yeah it's a joke but uh, as a life philosophy would you would you go as far as maybe you know practicing some meditation uh, but ne not necessarily as a Jedi yes yeah yeah if it will improve me in some way yes yeah, yeah. well uh, thank you Will thank you hope uh, you will uh, join us for another show and maybe we will call you back definitely I look forward to it so we will be uh, we have your number here so we will be uh, programming in our database and uh, Maybe uh, if you come back uh, on the chat, we will call you back. Cool. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Bye. See you. And that was Sifterian. And that's it. Now, do we go to Nathan? Yes. And after that, we'll go to uh, what's been posted in the in the boards. Yep. Okay. It's your time, Nathan. Are you there? Yes, you're there. He's there. Okay. So everyone, if you are mad, disappointed. Insulted, frustrated, please do not hesitate. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan's there to receive your comment, but it's supposed to be a big run, so let's hear it. Hello, America, Canada, and everyone else out there in fandom land worshipping at the Lucasian altar, or at least paying it some lip service. This is Nathan Butler of Chrono Radio and StarWarsFanWorks.com returning as a disembodied voice. I'm back home in Indiana for the weekend, so I can't appear live, but I couldn't resist getting in on this episode's slap-inducing, and that's bitch-slap, not, oh, that's funny, bitch-slap-inducing topic of the so-called Jedi religion. You know, there was a time, long time ago, but there was a time when fandom made sense. Fans enjoyed the films, the films made money, the money made for more films, more films made more fans perpetual loop of money and fandom. Now, it's gotten absolutely ridiculous. Now, I'm sure I'm going to offend some people here. I'm sure. I'm positive of it. But you know, they wouldn't call it rumblings if I wasn't every so often going to kick the ground out from under some lunatics. So let's get ready to... Well, yeah, you already heard that one, didn't you? Jedi, Jedi Knight, Jedi Order, Jedi Master, the Force Force User, non-denominational, Force-worshipping, Jedi Code-following human lacking the ability to tell fiction from spiritualism. Now before I tell you you're out of your damn minds, and if you can't tell what's meant to be fiction from what's meant to be fact, you should stay away from the 2004 presidential elections, let's get the positive side of the argument out of the way. In terms of literal meaning, religion is the belief in and reverence for a supernatural power or powers regarded as creator and governor of the universe, or the personal or institutionalized system grounded in such belief and worship. On the other hand, philosophy has many meanings, generally agreeing on the notion that a philosophy is a set of beliefs and principles that some might use as a sort of barometer for how they live their lives. Now, in theory, the Star Wars universe's Jedi, particularly their belief in the Force, can be seen as both religion and philosophy. Just as Christianity today is a combination of Christian religious theology and Judeo-Christian cultural and social philosophy, the Jedi's belief structure can be seen as a religious belief 
and reverence, or at least respect, for a supernatural power, the Force, that may not have created the universe but certainly governs and binds it, while also being seen as a philosophical framework that creates the so-called Jedi Code by which they lived. But you know, the key clause to making that work came two long-winded sentences ago. The Star Wars universe's Jedi. The Star Wars universe is a fictitious alternate history in which a multi-species high-tech society once existed in a far-off galaxy in some vaguely stated period of time long ago. But it's fictitious. It's fiction. It's made up, people. George Lucas is a filmmaker. He's not a prophet. He's not a messiah. He's not even a priest, a bishop, an imam, a shaman, or good at writing natural-sounding dialogue. He's a filmmaker who chose to dip into the collective pool of cultural religious archetypes and beliefs that our world has engendered and use those notions to write a story that's meant to touch audiences on a basic fairy tale mythological level. It's a story crafted specifically to play into our cultural consciousness. It's meant to feel real enough and grounded enough in what we accept of our own reality that we can suspend disbelief for the two hours or so that we sit and enjoy his tale. It's storytelling. Folks, in other words, it's a con. Storytelling and filmmaking is one of the greatest cons out there, and some of you lunatic fringe dumbasses out there have fallen for this one hook, line of bullshit, and sinker. No matter what you think about the oneness of the universe, the dichotic nature of good and evil, or the spiritual essence that binds us, to use the terminology of a fictional tale is not grounding yourself in reality. If, for instance, the human species makes contact with another sentient species someday, God forbid, and we recognize in them a warrior spirit, and they happen to have a high melanin content to their skin and rough foreheads, then are we somehow justified in calling them Klingons? How about if we meet a spiritual race of beings who just tend to think in terms of base 3 instead of base 10? Do we call them Minbari? How asinine is it then to refer to a universal spirit like Brahman Nirguna as the Force, or to followers of a belief in a guiding spirit that unifies us and encompasses both good and evil as Jedi? You're attaching fictional terms on what you believe to be real objects. Of course, maybe you do think the Force and Jedi are real. Maybe Lucas wasn't a storyteller, but a historian who found info about a long-lost race of mystics called the Jedi. Maybe a long time ago is in our reality's distant past, and their tales were later found in the Milky Way in, say, California in the 1970s. If you believe this, you're not using the terms wrongly. You are, however, quite simply a moron. And you should have yourself checked, because somewhere in that skull of yours, the rodents are playing kickball with your gray matter, and for every rat-faced furball they knock out of the game, you're losing more and more of your common sense. Whoops! Another one bites the dust, and there goes all your memories of your time with the priests in the rectory. Well, maybe there are some good points, right? My point is this. There's a line between fiction and reality that should not be crossed. No matter how close a real-life concept is to a fictitious tale's own elements, a distinction must be maintained between the real world and the fantasy world. And calling yourselves Jedi and saying the Force, not some kind of unifying life force, but THE Force exists, is delving way too far into escapism and a bit too far from reality. So to all of you out there calling yourselves Jedi and claiming the Force is your religion, get a grip. Try a reality check, and please, please, please stop making Star Wars fans look like fanatical dipshits. The end. Now go get a real name for your beliefs, will ya? With something to think about, I'm Nathan Butler. Now back to the boys in Canada. Well, that was Nathan rumbling. Oh, that so. was good. <laughs> so, who wants to kill Nathan? <laughs> and who wants to buy him a beer? <laughs> 
Uh, I think there's the word lunatic uh, a little bit too much <laughs> in that <laughs> in that uh, presentation. I think it's a Freudian slip. It's a Freudian slip. Yep. <sighs> now we go into the boards. Do 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 do. Let's go, Brian. Go go go. Super internet powers. All right. Here we go. <coughs> Master Kim Sin says. While sometimes I let my imag- imagination run wild, this should not be a religion. Sometimes that what was created in the mind of a man is not something that is created in the mind of God. Therefore, I should say the idea, an idea based on fantasy, not truth, on reality, is just a lot of fun to imagine. So, next next post is by this is on the uh, Jedi Council fan audio boards. Mm-hmm. The next one is by Orion Varasul. Only complete morons would believe the Force is real. It's a movie, people. A movie. It should not be a religion because, one, it's fake. Two, it's made up with ideas from other religions for the purpose of movies. Three, there's no way you could levitate anything with your mind because the Force isn't real. So this show shouldn't even be happening because while being a major Star Wars fan, I know it's all imagination and not real. Morons. Okay. (laughs) One person's point of view. Sith Lounge Lizard. (laughs) Great Nick. Great nickname. If someone wishes to base their personal belief off a series of rules laid down in a piece of fiction, why not? It wouldn't be the first time. Scientology, anyone? As well, there are many tales within the Bible that are realistically beyond belief and probably more fiction than fact. But a devout Christian might argue that those tales are one to be taken on faith, or a leap of faith. So it is living your life by the Jedi cult any less legitimate than a base of most religious teachings? So, Sith my pants. I sit in my pants says as far as religious movements based based on known fictional sources being prevalent one has to look further than the Church of Mormon or the Church of Scientology to find a noteworthy example so it's not like it's completely radical concept however I feel that no self-respecting Star Wars fan could possibly embrace such a concept spiritual and myth- mythic qualities in Star Wars references, ideas, and beliefs already laid down in the world's most prominent mainstream religions claiming that one follows the Jedi religion is as ridiculous as those who believe the Simpsons originated every, originated every plot line in existence. Don't confuse homage with the real thing. Finally, you know those tech guys who talk about technology and Star Wars as if they were real? They lie awake night waiting for the f- Federation ship to slingshot around the sun, which, was, which for some reason causes you inexplicably tra- to travel back in time and liberate the minds of those of the prisons of the 21st century culture? Yeah, those guys are dorks. They are the pale compared to the more attitude, I'm trademarking that, of anyone who could seriously claim to follow the Force their movies, right? Another sip? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Chancellor Palpster writes, 
quite simply, I think that people should follow whatever makes them not a blast, a bastard, an ignorant, self-righteous individual. If you don't, I, if you won't swear on the show. Sometimes our preset religions don't work in that respect. So if Jediism is like that, then so be it, Jedi. Serena Nightstar of Fanforce, uh, Tampa Bay, Florida writes, Well, this can be a, a bit touchy subject. I do not wish to insult anyone. This is my opinion only. I, for one, do not believe... I do believe in some ask concepts of the f- Jedi philosophy. I do believe that there is an energy created by all living beings, all living things, especially if living in harmony. There is an energy that we cannot see even or even explain. I feel that if you live your life as a good person and you do what you believe in, well, it will come back to you. There's nothing unusual about this, as many people follow the teaching or ideas or fantasy of a man. Supposedly, that was unearthed a long time ago. This is still going on today, so why not, so why not the Jedi concept? It is better than not believing in anything, and what is it truly? Believing in yourself and how you live life. Yeah. No. Another sip. <laughs> and I watch uh, later post by sit in my pants because I think their comments. Their comments come yeah. back. Yep. Okay. So, only complete morons would believe in the force. So that was basically um, sit in my pants um, uh, post. Well, first of all, many, many people would argue that all religions are not real, that they are made up, that they are fantastical, mythical, etc., etc. Well, the last time I saw Waters Part or someone walking on it for that matter, hmm, nope, just read about it. So, what if people can levitate rocks? No one is walking over water or parting seeds either these days. It's about the guidelines, and if someone chooses to base their lives on the guidelines of Jedihood, then more power to them. That is that is that is all religion is anyway. What on earth should make legitimate a uh, legitimate religion and whatnot? How are you going to draw that line? I'm an atheist, but if someone starts a religion based on Star Wars, I do not see the problem or relevant criticism regarding real religions. So, go to the next one. Bowen. Bowen. So, is living your life by the Jedi Code any less legitimate than the basis of most religious teachings? Said another poster above. No, it isn't. A lot of people seem to think that believing in Star Wars as a religion, or believing in the Jedi religion, somehow is moronic fancy make-believe nonsense. That is not what the real adherers would be saying. Star Wars is a religion already, at least for a lot of people, because it meets all of the basic qualifications that make up any organized religion. First of all, most religions, or all religions, have elements of com- community in them. They gather for worship for the Bible study, as a Christian example, or they go to churches or other purposes, purposes like social gatherings, too. Youth leagues, Easter egg hunts for kids, etc. Star Wars also has this meaning, has, has this element. We have fan forces, mes- fan forces all over the nation, like churches, and we gather with our fellow fans to discuss the movies in some way that Christians discuss the Bible. I live life according to my own rules because I think 
Most organized religions are full of sheep, personally. As a philosopher major, I can buy the BS kind of reason given by the existence of God. Nonetheless, I often think that about the truth of the Star Wars film and the value of the Jedi Code, for instance. There are m- many great values in the Star Wars saga they can model your life after and do quite well. The entire saga is fiction. Gee, what else is that like? The Bible. The entire Bible is fiction, except for the most basic facts like the existence of the guy named Jesus, which is pretty certain. But the, the stories in the Bible are no more real than the stories in the Star Wars saga. Religion, by the way, does not require you believe any belief in the supernatural. See Taoism. A lot of the religions that are concerned with life on earth with life here on earth to be part of the Star Wars religion you need not believe in the force as shown in Star Wars stagging levitating objects and whatnot. you don't have to believe in if there's a really galaxy there is, if there really is a galaxy long ago and far away far far away well that kind of thing is not required at all if someone says that those ideas are moronic well they're probably right but they're misunderstanding the movement Going back to philosophy, it is very plausible there is some sort of source and force in the universe, an overrunning energy that binds all things. It doesn't allow us to tap into the way that Luke and Skywalker can, or some nonsense, but it finds more believable that there is a sort of greater force than God. The idea that the f- that a force can be explained a lot easier than the Christian God. I would also, for the record, liken the movie theaters to churches for Star Wars fans then a Star Wars film is already playing is already playing it in a theater. Star Wars is uplifting and provides meaning for all for a lot of people in their lives. That isn't pathetic either because copies are meant to provide meaning. If someone can find meaning in an old book of fairy tales like the Bible that claims the existence of an absolute improvable God and a guy getting resurrected, Jesus and then there's no reason people shouldn't be able to find meaning in a wonderful mythology like Star Wars, which has the same types of important values conveyed. You should, you should just have to look for them. I guarantee that any moral dilemma can be solved throughout looking through the Star Wars saga. And guess what? Those moral dilemmas are often answered several ways, depending on how, how you read the saga, just like moral dilemmas resolved in the, inside the Bible. Think, think of all the terrible things that have been justified using the Bible, and you'll see you'll see that maybe it's not such a great moral source after all. Or maybe it's just people who have been who have who have it all wrong throughout the ages, which is likely too. But let's say you ask a hard question like, is adul- which is why is adultery wrong? I could find an answer to that, but I'd have to search harder. I'd personally use the example rather than a quote. What happens when one person betrays another? When you have Lando betray Han and Leia. This is clearly a bad thing to lead Han being put into carbonite. So why so adultery is like betrayal and betrayal clearly isn't a good thing. What if you were like, should I cheat on the te- this test or not? How can Star Wars possibly tell me help me on this pro- problem? Yoda says, if you take the quick and easy path as Vader did, you will become an agent of evil. Seems pretty obvious right there. Star Wars saga, if you look at it correctly, is a great moral guide for our time and Star Wars provides all the foundations for a successful religion. One based on community, passion, and interest more than tradition, fear, and misunderstanding. <laughs> that okay. was a long one. That was a long one. 
And it was by Bowen. 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 Okay. Good post. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to need some water now. So, Danny, why don't you read this one? Okay. I'm far away and my glasses are not... Okay. This is a reply from... Uh, sit in my pants, so I'm going to skip above it. Uh, Kip Aitlan. Mm, I'm kind of figure that the people who put Jedi Knight as the religion were just being funny. I'm sure there were plenty of satanists and so on. I think George Lucas said himself that there is no way the Force could or should be taught as a real world religion because it doesn't provide enough answers. As far as being a follower of the Jedi Code, there are worse things one could do, but you shouldn't consider yourself a Jedi Knight. You're just someone who is relatively decent. you you would eventually want to read some books on Taoism as it would provide more direction. Everything everything written about Jedi's that didn't come from the movies, which isn't much, is the product of author with OKs given by underlings and George Lucas himself. I guess again I'm seriously doubt that even point one percent of Mark Mark Jedi Knight as a religion or, or serious and we'll continue with the uh, uh, I think we're at the end uh, somebody who won't tell his personal belief but some would argue that God is as much based on fantasy as Star Wars itself it's a point of view and uh, is the, the same guy Yep. Go ahead. <coughs> okay, I'm ready now. Um, and we have Joe Harism. Well, at first, the Jedi religion was a prank for the census, but someone took it seriously, and it's gone off like gangbusters. Personally. I'd rather not use a movie or a set of movies as a basis for a belief system. The Star Wars movies are good for entertainment, good for costume and prop study, even studying various types of cinematic styles, not as a belief system. That is my opinion. Although, the attitudes of the Jedi are good things to practice. Realistically, you, can, you can't move items with the mind, although it would be a nice ability to have, to, ha- to, to have for opening doors when my hands are full. Compassion, loyalty, self-control, etc. Some tend to forget that the Jedi have a very high set of morals which guide their lives. Without that compass, it's basically useless. That's my two cents. And that's it. And that's it. That's it. Now, I'm going to try and get Nathan on there, you know. So, we're going to call you Nathan. So we're going to tell you right now in the chat. Right now. Yep. Right now. Like right now. Right, right go, now. Right go. now. Hello? Hey, Nathan. Hey, guys. <laughs> Uh, nice rant you got there. <laughs> Thank you. I, I got to apologize. It said I was supposed to be in Indiana, and they got pretty much 
iced over, and then I didn't get my car back till yesterday. So I'm just kind of chilling still down here in Atlanta at the moment. Okay, I hope the 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 many times you mentioned lunatic is it wasn't uh, pointing at me. No, 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 no. no. Uh, not Are you here. sure it's not a Freudian slip? Not not personally. <laughs> hey, my thing is, and I, I want to make sure that nobody kind of uh, misunderstood that. My thing isn't. The idea that you know the fo that believing in a you know universal energy field that binds living things and all that stuff that that's a bad idea because I mean most I mean the vast 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 majority of religions out there are based on that yeah yeah they're not monotheistic they're polytheistic where they believe in some sort of just kind of spirituality it's when you start at, at least to me when you start applying fictional terms as the description for them it's almost like you're demeaning your own. Uh, Religion. At least it seems like to me. It seems almost like you're you're sort of making light and trying to come up with some way to make it more palatable to other people. Almost like the people who like um, like say you're a um, a Christian and that's that's what I am at the moment. But say mm -hmm. say you're a Christian and you're like I was growing up in a situation where it was not politically correct in your area to ever you know you know speak in terms of your religion. You're just kind of has something to be personal kept in check. Mm -hmm. So instead of You know, if somebody asked you, well, what religion are you, you would almost say, yeah, I'm a Christian, but, you know, it's just the way I was raised. Or I was yeah. a, it's, it's like you're almost denying your, your belief in whatever it is you're believing in by trying to apply this fictional term to make it uh, more acceptable to other yeah. people. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I'm not sure that it, I, I feel like if you're going to be religious or spiritual at all, you need to have that integrity in your own beliefs to not want to do that, not feel like you have to make an excuse or, or slap a label on something to say, this is what I believe, lay it all out, and, you know, that's what I believe. If you don't like it, deal with it. Yes, that's it. Not, not try to, to twist it or slap labels on it to make it, you know, to make, make it into something else. Because the term Jedi carries a lot of baggage, you know, Lucasism or whatever you want yeah. to call it. You know, it, it carries a lot of baggage to use a term somebody, especially somebody still alive, came up with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh, now I think uh, if we meet, uh, if everybody on the chat meets you someday, we'll have uh, a lot of beer. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, lots of lots of beer. It's a, it's Atlanta. Send us to Buckhead. Just you know, don't make me pay if we're up there. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it was just to say that it, it was a nice comment yes, you made. Thank you. So uh, we'll see you in two weeks. Okay, sounds good. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. And that was Nathan again. Now, are we done? I think so. I think so. And we won't do a we won't a secondary subject. I don't think we. Uh, we may have time if we got if good come subject. up with something good. We'll do a. But you know, we're not as knowledgeable as Nathan, so give us easy subject <laughs> to talk about. You know. Like, uh, I don't know. Um, see, that's a problem we don't know. Yeah. So, uh, we'll try. Okay. Uh, we'll go to a musical break, which is uh, Ozzy Osbourne, The Prince of Fucking Darkness, with No More Tears. And uh, give us your, uh, your if, you have, if you want comments from us or, or something. Just uh, ask them on the chat and, w and we will be uh, talking about it in the open subject after the song. So, now we need to drink some water because <laughs> uh. and we'll be back after the break
Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. And we're back on Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Well, you didn't get us any subjects, so we're going, going to do to the... wrap it up. Yep, going to do the community updates. So I'm going to check my file here. Okay, now uh, we mentioned that the Star Wars celebration has been officially announced at Indianapolis from April 21st to 24th, 2005, so... There will be a lot of... We'll talk about it, probably... I'll mention it each show, what uh, we know more about it. Okay, now... On February 6th and 8th, next weekend... Uh, Creation Entertainment salutes Star Trek, Stargate and Star Wars in Seattle, Washington. Uh, there's only one Star Wars guest, which is Peter Mayhew, who played Chewbacca. Okay, and next uh, there's the Paris Jouet Collection in Paris, France, February 8th, next week also. The Star Wars guests are Warwick Davis, who is Wicked, Alan Harris, who play Busk, a Bespin Guard, and Valorum Standing in The Phantom Menace. There's the lovely Femi Taylor, Ula, and Michael Sheard, Admiral Ozzel. Yes, I love that intro that we have of him. And you're listening to Star Wars on oh, direct. Ah, oh, that's great. And uh, also, uh, I can mention again that uh, Timotizan will be on tour, and beginning book signing tour. Book signing tour beginning in February 4th in Indianapolis. Uh, go check the January 16th news on the StarWars.com website to check all the listing of yes. all the, the bookstores will be appearing. And on that, uh, uh, if we're looking for a men and a woman with good communication skill, basically, if you want to help us, uh, there's convention coming up uh, this summer. So if you want to help us uh, do interviews and uh, and take comments from the fan, etc., since we can't be there, maybe Seb will get there if he get a job, but. For now, <laughs> okay, uh, ourselves. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you want to help us, just send us an email as to do at starwarsandirect.com with the title Star Wars uh, SWD correspondent, and uh, we'll try to uh, get you in for free for yes. us and maybe do some interview. We'll see. So, if you want to help us and you think you will be uh, around some convention, uh, just contact us we need you yes we want you to help us yeah, because we live far far away 
Yes. Okay. Not that far away, though. A couple of hours. More than that. Yeah. Well, from the West Coast, very far away. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, the next show will be on Saturday, February 15th. And the subject is... To be determined. To be determined. (laughs) So, we'll tell you next time. Yeah, but we will have an interview with Veronica Whitney Robinson, the author of the Star Wars Galaxy novel, The Ruins of Dantooine. Yes. So, uh, we will do a review of that book just before we interview Veronica. And if you have comments uh, on that book, you could send them to us at studio at swendirect.com. But this will not be the main subject, so we'll we'll check on that. We're waiting for confirmation and deciding deciding which which of our, our planned subject we will put on. And uh, if you have comments on the show, I will, uh, would like to make some suggestion for upcoming subject. Uh, please send us an email at studio at swendirect.com. And if you like the show, we suggest that you talk about it around yourself. It's With your friends. And yeah. Uh, I think we, we got a good turnout. Uh, uh <laughs> Touchdown. Touchdown. <laughs> oh for boy. Carolina. Okay. Uh, if you like our show, just Tell talk people. About it, talk, talk about it. People. You know, That's we're surprised that uh, that the turnout t- today during the Super Bowl. Fifteen people. Yeah. During the Super Bowl. Listening. So that's cool. And those. It's less than usual, but you know. There should be. There, there, uh, there's a Super Bowl. <laughs> so yeah. And there should be uh, two other people that aren't in the chat that are listening. Yeah. You should be in the chat and enjoying our company. Yeah. So uh, we will uh, close on deck with thanks to our sponsors at Clan.net, Legend Action Figures, Simple-Net.ca. And oh, before uh, mentioning our partners, uh, we'll say that our website, Clan.net, will be having its fifth year anniversary on February yes. 21st. So, so drop by the forum boards, which is, um, they're in French, unfortunately. Yeah, so but I'm sure if you send a... Um, send a, an email at studio at SWNDirect yeah. or you can send it to uh, Mike Michael Skywalker at SithClan.net he yeah. is the one organizing it so yeah. or Sebastian or Sebastian yeah so uh, now thanks to our partners TheForce.net or your daily dose of Star Wars and obviously Star Wars fan work the home of Nathan's Star Wars fan with you <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so, uh, is there any, anything else? I'm going to say hi to all the people in the chat. We have uh, Sebastian, who's at home sick, Dilly Wag, Good Ouija, Jans Walker, Jedi Lukes, Jeff Rooney, Ketor84, uh, Matab, Raven, Septarian, S- Star Wars Chick, Nathan, and Winters. So, thank you for listening. Yep. This was Danny and Brian. See you next time on Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. This show has been brought to you by SimpleNet. Webmasters, online gamers, or administrators of e-business. At SimpleNet, we will always have a solution to meet your needs.
You were listening to Star Wars en direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. to visit www.swondirect.com for more information about upcoming shows. Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. Come meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. Citlan.net, c'est... Les toutes dernières actualités sur l'univers Star Wars. Plusieurs dossiers sur la saga. Des événements et rencontres entre fans. Un énorme forum de discussion. Une radio web à contenu 100% Star Wars, incluant une ligne ouverte en direct. Plusieurs concours ouverts au Québec et en Europe. Et bien plus encore. Ne résistez pas à la tentation du côté obscur. Cliquez sur le www.citlan.net. Sir, if you're not be meeting me, I'll close down for a while.